When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the LaTeX Sports Network from Learfield, this is Inside Tech Basketball, brought to you by Fanbase Rustin, old tech, all the time. Also by Origin Bank, the official bank of Louisiana Tech Athletics. Live at the Doghouse Sports Grill, official watch party host of La Tech Athletics. This is Inside Tech Basketball. Here are your hosts, Malcolm Butler and Dave Nitz. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Doghouse Sports Grill and Inside Tech Basketball. I'm Malcolm Butler. First half hour, I'll be joined by Associate Head Coach Lindsey Hicks. We'll talk everything Lady Texture Basketball. And then at the bottom of the hour, it'll be Dave Nitz joined by Eric Conkle, and they will talk Bulldog Basketball. But we are at the Doghouse Sports Grill at 102 North Homer Street in Ruston. And, uh, Lindsey, welcome to the show. Lindsey is filling in because Brooke is out recruiting, and that never ends, does it? It never ends. It's always it's ongoing thing for us you can never get satisfied with who you got now because there's always next year isn't that's there? right that's so, right we'll talk a little bit later on uh in the show about the four lady textures that we signed back in mid-november so we'll talk a little bit about each one of those four young ladies but uh first things first uh brooke and i sat up here in late october and did a little preview show and uh there's been a lot of basketball since then in fact 
Louisiana Tech eight games deep into this year's schedule. Texture's five and three on the season. We're not going to go. We're that's right. We're not going to go game by game. Uh, but we are going to start with what's most recent on our memories, and that's yeah. this past weekend in Arizona State. Uh, we went out there for their classic, and we're going to talk about both games, but we're going to start with the good first. Okay, uh, let's And do yesterday's that. <laughs> game against Alabama. After losing uh, pretty big against Arizona State, the Texas come back yesterday and pretty much dismantle an SEC team, but defeating Alabama 79-62. to And uh, we'll go back to Saturday night after the loss to Arizona State. Uh, you know, we had film, we ate dinner, uh, no. talked to the players, and, and a lot of it was about, did some film work, but a lot of it was about tomorrow the team that's going to win is the team that wants to be out there the most. Who's going to come right. out? You have to no. execute. You have to know personnel. But at the end of the day, it's going to be all about effort. And I know we didn't feel like our effort was real good on Saturday, but, man, we came out yesterday, jumped on them up 12-2, forced a timeout about three minutes into the game, never trailed in the game. Uh, really, really an impressive effort. Yeah, I was proud of our team and how we kind of responded from Saturday um, and then just moving forward the very next day um, into Sunday. And, you know, it was all about how hard we play, how how well we compete, um, because we felt like, you know, Alabama was kind of in the same boat um, with us, just how hard they play. So we told our girls, you know, whoever is going to play the hardest, whoever is going to compete from for 40 minutes was going to win the game. So um, for our girls came out from the very first minute and I thought they did a really good job of just, you know, playing hard and outplaying Alabama. Um, you know, they did have their stretches there where they made a little, some runs on us, but we were able to overcome those runs and, um, kind of stay together as a team. And I was just proud of the, just the team effort. Um, our bench was great. We had some good freshmen coming off the bench and give us some solid minutes. Um, when we told our freshman post players, it was really important for them to just be strong and be confident against their bigs. And so I thought they did that. And so we got out, we pulled out a win. You know, it's so many times, uh, you know, the Arizona State game, uh, we knew we were going to be in for a challenge. You were shorthanded. Uh, they're ranked 18th in the country, 19th yep, in the 19th. country. But I can promise you there's not 18 teams in the country better than them. They've they already taken good. Baylor and Louisville <laughs> yep. down to the wire this year yep. uh, and lost close games against them. But uh, to be able to turn around and bounce back like that, uh, you know, I know that as a coaching staff that makes you proud. And so many times uh, getting off to a good start uh, starts on the defensive end of the floor. And we right. just didn't get st- stops early against Arizona. Arizona State. They hit shots, but against Alabama, not only were we hitting shots, but we were getting stops. Right. And, you know, we all, that's one thing that we try to focus on is our defense, just the defensive end, um, you know, and moving forward, you know, throughout the rest of the season, we focus a lot on defense because um, that's one thing that our girls, you know, naturally don't want to play. They want to play offense, but we tell them all the time our, our offense comes from our defense. Um, and so if we can jump on them early defensively, um, you know, and then when the other team, just being on the other side of it, when you can't score, um, it's kind of deflating for them. So for us, we, we try to focus on, you know, just the defensive end. And, you know, they don't realize that our offense will come from our defense. And so I thought we did a good job of that on Sunday. You know, a little bit of a surprise. I mean, you had to scramble, and so did Arizona State. Because going out there in these kind of tournaments, uh, when it's not a set opponent for the next day, mm-hmm. you're going to either win and play the winner of the other game or right. lose and play the loser. Right. You know, you felt like, you know, you knew your, your work was cut out for you against Arizona State. Most likely yep. you're not going to go out there and beat them on their home floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you felt like the next day you're going to probably play Tulsa. And I know a lot yep. of the scout had been done towards Tulsa. And then all of a sudden we sit down and start watching Alabama and Tulsa play in the second game. Right. And Tulsa jumps on them early. Yep. And they're up double figures. And the deeper you get in the game, I'm looking down there and I see the tech coaches kind of scrambling yeah. and paying attention to Alabama and the Arizona State coaches are sitting right by them. They're scrambling and yeah. paying attention to Tulsa. It, so. was, it was funny, you know, because there's always some, some tension there because you think you know who you're going to play, but you never know, especially this early in the season. 
And so we did prepare for Tulsa, but then we also prepared for Alabama. But, you know, you kind of go off numbers and who you, who you sure. think you should prepare for. Um, and so it was funny to see Arizona State kind of scrambling. Um, and then, you know, we, we had uh, Alabama, which was good because we've um, played them before, you know, just uh, scrimmages, closed scrimmages, things like that. But um, we were kind of familiar with the team. Um, and so I was actually really happy that we got Alabama um, on a neutral court and we came up with a win. How did- you know, that's, there's a lot of connections there. Obviously, Christy Curry is the head coach for Alabama now. Christy recruited Brooke Store uh, when she was at A&M and then, of course, came over to Louisiana Tech when Brooke was still in high school and mm-hmm. lured her to Louisiana Tech. And so coached Brooke, I think, her freshman year before yep. she moved on. Uh, and, of course, Brooke coached with Christy at Texas Tech for about three years. So there's that big connection. Mm-hmm. And then Christy Curry coached you at she Purdue did. for four years. So That's right. when you look down the other end and you see people who you're that familiar and that close yeah. to, does it make it funner? Does it make it more difficult? What's it like? Um, you know, a mixed emotions. You know, I always, you know, nice to see Coach Curry and her husband, Kelly Curry, sure. down there on the other end of the bench. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, you, we, I want them to succeed and be successful. But in the day, Not I want to beat them. Yeah, <laughs> of course, I want to beat them as well. But um, it was nice to see them and always good to see them, you know, just in tournaments or on the road recruiting or anything like that. So they're very good people. So No doubt. I love the Currys. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Brooke Williams is on that staff as well. Yep. He was the longtime head coach at McNeese State, and she's now at Alabama as well. Kira Anthony, 25 points in this game yesterday, and uh, she was the best player on the court. Uh, she was. It doesn't matter. Uh, she just simply, they could not stop her. You know, you're up. We're up 18 going into the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden Alabama starts to hit shots early in the fourth quarter. In fact, I think they scored on like seven of the first nine possessions, yep. except they would score, and they couldn't get back in time before Kira was yes. laying it up off the glass on the other end. So <laughs> it had right. to be so demoralizing to them uh-huh. to score and give get two, and you get back a little closer, and then all of a sudden, five seconds later, you're yeah. back to where you were. Yeah, you know, Kira Anthony, she's playing very confident right now, and um, you know that's a really good thing to have. You know, especially as a senior, um, she's playing with confidence and she's she's competing every game. And I thought she competed well against Arizona State, too. She was one of the, the kids that we did have um, compete for 40 minutes and then, you know, just following it up with the Alabama game and um, coming out. And um, she had 25 points uh, that night. And so I think that she has been doing a good job of just leading our team and competing every day, every game in practice. Um, every game and every practice and uh, leading those young kids. And so she's been a really, really bright spot for us this year. Of course, uh, Kiera had that phenomenal performance uh, against Houston, 50 points. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Broke the Louisiana Tech in the Conference USA single-game scoring record. Uh, she was named the ESPNW uh, Player of the Week uh, that week, a national yep. award. And today she was named the Louisiana Sports Writers Association Player of the Month in the state of Louisiana, averaging over 22 points a game and through eight games and again. A kid that's really grown up. I know y'all weren't here as a freshman, but you saw her as a sophomore and a junior, and she has Mm -hmm. grown up so much. That's probably where she's made her biggest jump. What I've been proud of her is, you know, just from when we got here and she was a sophomore and now her senior year is the way she approaches practice. Um, Her sophomore year, I don't know how she was her freshman year, but I would probably think the same. She didn't love to practice, and now um, she has just fallen in love with the process of getting better in practice. She's become more vocal. Um, you know, and, and I think that just comes with maturity um, and as her being her senior year, and I know she wants to go on and probably play professionally. You know, I just talked to her about, you know, the next step for you is you have to take this season and, and act like, you know, you're preparing for a professional career after this, um, after your college career. And so she's been really mature um, in handling that. And, um, you know, and so she's been a focal point on a lot of people's scouting reports, I'm sure. And so just coming off the 50 point 
uh, game and then just following the next games and still continuing to get, you know, 20 plus points a game is, um, you know, just a credit to her and how hard she works. Of course, that 50 point game came against Houston on November the 14th. The Texas play in the Cougars and trailed the entire game down 16 points late in the third quarter. Uh, and then all of a sudden you kind of flipped the switch and yep. not only were you started to start scoring a little bit better, but you were getting able to get stops yep. uh, and got in an overtime and then outscored them to 20 to eight. But I'm not, I've never seen a performance like Kira Anthony's in that game. I they either. simply could not score. <laughs> yeah. The amazing thing about 50 points, if that's not amazing enough, is she only had six at halftime. Mm-hmm. I mean, six points at halftime and then scored 44 points in the second, third quarters in the five-minute uh, overtime. And yep. uh, just absolutely phenomenal. Well, I think when just when Key realizes that she's the, a lot of times the best player on the floor, um, and, and she could score at any any time she wanted to touch the ball and, and get to the rim, she could. And um, when she realizes that and the kind of the, the light switch goes on in her head and she wants to be aggressive and um, get to the rim, she, you know, realizes no one can guard her. And, um, you know, it was pretty amazing just to see that. And, you know, of course, as coaches, you don't know how many points sure. she has. And, uh, you know, you just know that Key's able to get to the rim and score when she wants. But it's funny, the, 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 her teammates and encouraging her and just getting excited for her on the bench and stuff. It was really cool to see. Kier's not the only one that's been scoring. Uh, you've had you're averaging about 75 points a game. You got three players in double figure. Your freshmen are really starting to come on. This past weekend, they got some big minutes against Arizona State, and then yep. yesterday against Alabama, and really played well. Kiana Walker, uh, who had 12 points against Arizona State, which was a career high, and then came back yesterday, had six against Alabama, named the Conference USA Freshman of the Week today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just talk a little bit about this young lady. I know you guys are really excited about her, and and so many times uh, what you might see in practice leading up to, to the opener and even in close scrimmages it's different when it counts and it's just going to mm-hmm. take a little time for her to get him to slow down and her to right. get comfortable and you're starting to see that I think yeah well she's an interesting one in that you know she's got she's got the athletic ability and sometimes freshmen um, that come in from high school um, just the the pace of the game or how quick the game goes but for her she's so darn quick that she can get by anybody that she wants to and um, so just just understanding kind of just a different level of college basketball and um, but she, she, she is one we're really excited about and, um, you know, she can score the ball and she's quick and she can get to the rim and, um, but when we get, once we get her kind of, you know, thinking the college game, she'll be just fine. And so, um, she's a good one that's going to be really good in the future too. Well, and people are going to obviously start scouting you and they're going to say, Hey, the key to her, you got to stop her. You can't let her penetrate. Right. And she's got the ability to hit outside shots mm-hmm. too. Yeah, she really does. Um, you know, she can shoot the three, um, you know, and so we're c- trying to get her to actually slow down and read the defense because she can score in a couple of different ways, whether that's getting to the rim or shooting a three or, or really the pull-up. So she's kind of like a Kiara Anthony type of kid where um, she is a scorer and, you know, she gets the ball in her hands and she wants to score points. And so that's what we need. And um, so she's she's going to be one that's really good. And so we're, we're excited about her just moving forward. And the thing about her this weekend is, I think every bucket she made was right around the rim, but mm-hmm. it's not like she's shooting wide open layups. She's able, she's five yeah. six maybe, yeah, and maybe. she is able to score up and over those bigger defenders for both she Alabama is. and Arizona State. It's amazing that she's so strong and able to finish around them. Yeah, she's very, you know, she's compact and yep. she can get by, and she's able to get um, her shot off around the rim. Um, another thing about her is, you know, we're focusing this year on uh, charges. And so she took two charges she against did. Alabama. Um, and I think it's because she's so tiny, she can just kind of get underneath them and take, fall down and take a charge. But she's really good at that as well. And so 
um, you know, once, but once she matures a little bit more and uh, once we start conference, I think uh, she's going to continue to get better. And you got two more freshmen, Bree Harris and DeAndrea Alexander. They both had good weekends. I know uh, Alexander yesterday was seven rebounds against yep. a much better, uh, bigger Alabama team, and I really like Bree Harris too. Uh, mm-hmm. They're both post players, but they're they're very different players. They are. Um, DeAndrea kind of brings the the back to the basket. You know, she can. You know, and then defensively, she was able to keep the Alabama bigs off the block um, and make them uncomfortable and then box out and, and go get the ball with two hands. And, um, you know, that's something that she came in here already doing uh, very well. And, you know, as soon as she learns how to uh, get in a stance and box out every time, she's going to be great for us, too. But she's our I think um, yesterday was our best defensive player. Um, against their bigs and then Bree Harris she kind of has a more versatile game and that she can shoot the three um, and she can also score around the rim too and um, she's got a kind of a stockier body about six foot six foot um, but she can do some things she can she adds a little um, bit of versatility around the rim she's kind of got a nose for the basketball when it comes off the glass yep. you knew who your top two scores were going to be coming in the air I mean you got Anthony back you got right. Taylor Staley back mm-hmm. and those two have been at you were wondering who that third score is going to be and I've probably been a little surprised. You guys might not have been as coaches, but Raizel Gento, man, what has she's given you guys on the offensive end? It's really amazing. Yeah, it is. And, you know, Raizel has always been able to shoot the three. Um, but what she's given us this year is something more than just shooting the three. It's, it's you know, she was finishing really well um, yesterday, um, just driving, attacking the rim and laying it up. And so she's so quick and she can get around her defenders a lot of the time. And, Another thing is Raizel has always been able to push the tempo, and we, this year we're trying to play fast, and um, she's able to get the ball up the court, and she can play fast. That's her game. And so, and then she can, it's always great when you can knock down a wide open three pointer um, when they, you know, kind of sag off of, or they guard key and they sag off of her. So, um, but she's been our third leading scorer, and that's been a, definitely a bright spot. Um, and, you know, just there's a difference between being a freshman and then being a sophomore just confidence-wise, and she's got that right now, and so we got to keep her going. She's been really, I mean, for her size, she just plays fearlessly she out does. there. She does. And so, um, you know, she is that type of kid, too. Like, she's just really easygoing, you know, off the court, but then she gets on there, and she's kind of fearless, and, she, you know, it doesn't matter if she's 5'7 or 6'7. You know, she plays really confident, and she's – She's doing really well right now. People have really, really been trying to do a job on Taylor Staley this yep. year defensively. Yep. Uh, obviously, what she did from the outside last year, and you guys have obviously green-lighted her this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I think she shot 75 three-pointers so far in eight games. She's mm-hmm. on pace to just shatter the single-season record. But uh, people have, you know, I thought Arizona State did as good a job as anybody has. But people know where she's at, which has made it difficult for her at times, but it's allowing other players uh, to have some, some uh, success. Yep. Um, you know, just with, you know, her perfect example was Kira Anthony scoring the 50 points. You know, Houston. she was able to get to the rim because they couldn't help off of Taylor because if they did, she just kick it to Taylor in the corner and that's an open three for her. Um, that she can hit the majority of the time. So it's definitely um, opened up the lane um, for some of our guards and, you know, Walker getting in there and uh, Razel able to drive. Otherwise, they just kick to Taylor. So, um, but, you know, Taylor at the same time will get her, her threes and get her looks at the basket as well. But it definitely helps when you can have a, a shooter like Taylor out there. on the And the exciting thing about her is she's only shooting 33% from the three-point line. And you know that number is going to get better. So Absolutely. she hasn't had one of those games yet where she's five for six. And yeah. the next game, she's seven for eight. Mm-hmm. And you know those are coming. There's no doubt about it. She's too good of a shooter. Louisiana Tech, five and three. Uh, when we come back from the commercial, we'll talk a little bit about what's still ahead in the non-conference schedule. We'll take a look at the four players Louisiana Tech signed during the early signing period. We'll be back with more of Inside Tech Basketball in a moment from the Doghouse Sports Grill. You're listening to the La Tech Sports Network from Learfield.
Get on the Express at Fairway Carts. The new EasyGo Express electric hunting vehicle is coming soon, and it's what you've waited years for. A silent four-wheel drive cart that seats four and has the power and torque you need. With trail tires, brush guards, and a whole lot more, Express is engineered to help you have a better hunt. The EasyGo Express electric 4x4, coming soon to Fairway Carts in Minden. Come by Highway 531 just north of I-20 or call 800-960-CART. Bulldog fans help the red and blue go green by Recycling on Bulldog and Lady Texters game days. In partnership with the City of Ruston, Graphics Packaging International, and Pepsi, Louisiana Tech Athletics is working towards a more sustainable game day. Be on the lookout for the City of Ruston blue recycling bins to dispose all paper, plastic, and aluminum products. While you're watching the game, enjoy a refreshing Pepsi, and then dispose of your bottle in conveniently located receptacles throughout the stadium concourse. Ruston residents, for more information and to sign up for curbside recycling, visit rustonrecycles.org today. Bulldog fans, come out to the Doghouse Sports Grill in Ruston on Monday nights at 6 p.m. to watch Eric Conkle and Brooke Store talk Bulldog and Lady Texter basketball with host Dave Nitz and Malcolm Butler. Doghouse is just a few steps from Louisiana Tech campus and has been serving fan favorites for 20 years. Doghouse Sports Grill, the official watch party location for Louisiana Tech athletics. It's where the Bulldogs and Texters eat. Loyalty is the foundation of great relationships. At Origin Bank, relationship banking is not just a term we use. It's a way of doing business that's been at the heart of our company for over a century. Louisiana Tech and Origin Bank have a long history of partnering to improve our communities in North Louisiana and beyond. Origin Bank is the official bank of Louisiana Tech Athletics and an ever-loyal community partner. Origin Bank and Louisiana Tech, a winning team. Bank Original, member FDIC. We're back for more of Inside Tech Basketball, live from the Doghouse Sports Grill. Special thanks to loyal tech supporters Burt Davis and staff for serving up the best burgers in the area during tonight's Inside Tech Basketball. Make sure to come in and eat where the Bulldogs and the Lady Texters eat prior to the next home game. The Doghouse Sports Grill, well, the Bulldogs and the Lady Texters are always on. I'm Malcolm Butler, joined by Associate Head Coach Lindsey Hicks. And Lindsey, uh, eight games into the non-conference schedule. Uh, we got five more before conference plays opens up uh, at the beginning of the year. As you look ahead, uh, don't play again until December the 12th. Yep. So there's a 10-day window between when we played yesterday and our next home game. Just talk a little bit about what you guys as a coaching staff hope to accomplish during these 10 days. Uh, well, moving forward, we're going to, um, one, work on ourselves. Um, we don't have to prepare for an opponent, um, you know, this week or, um, you know, we don't play till next next week. So we'll prepare, kind of work on ourselves, um, you know, just little things we've seen, you know, in these first eight games, uh, what we need to work on, get better at. I know that we'll do a lot of defense um, because, you know, as we talked about, our, our offense comes from our defense. we got to get better at, um, in that area. Um, but then, you know, we'll go out on the road, recruit a little bit. Um, I know that we're kind of scattered all over the place this week as well. Um, so we focus on ourselves, focus on our girls, our own team, and then we'll um, get on the road a little bit and recruit. Talk a little bit specifically. You talk about defense needing to get better. Specifically, uh, what are some areas do you think that we can improve on? Um, you know, just uh, I think positioning. A lot of times we're in the wrong position. Um, you know, we as the ball is moved, no one moves sometimes. we got to all shift over, um, getting help side. Um, because, you know, I talked about us taking charges and things like that. That's where our charges come from when everyone's in the right position, the correct position. And we help over and help down, stuff like that. So, um, and then just pressuring the ball. We try to, 
you know, pressure the ball, get turnovers, and get that those lead to layups, um, just things like that. But, you know, we just have to continue to um, work over and over again the same things in practice, and uh, eventually it'll be, you know, ingrained in the girls' heads. And um, by the conference, well, by the time we start conference, hopefully we'll um, be better on the defensive end. But, um, but just the little things like that, you know, just little tactical things. You know, play mostly man. We've played some zone this year, uh, but mostly a man team at this point. And a lot, so many times people think when you play man, well, you know, you're guarding this person, and if they score, that's on you. Well, mm-hmm. that's not how you play man-to-man no, defense. I mean, you're going to get beat sometimes, <laughs> right, and the other right. four on the court better be there to help you yeah, out. Yeah, we always say, you know, we guard this five. And, um, you know, the person that's guarding the ball, like you said, is you know, everyone is guarding the ball. You know, we always have to know where the ball's at. Um, and so as the ball is passed around, we all have to shift over and move and then help each other. So um, there's definitely a, a lot that goes into that. And so it's getting our, you know, really our freshmen and kind of our, our younger kids to understand that we guard us five and not just if I get beat to the basket, oh, that's on you. And actually it's on our whole team. Um, and then, you know, another focal point for us has always been just boxing out and rebounding. We always want to win the uh, win the boards and uh, out-rebound the other team. And so um, that's something that we continue to we need to continue to work on is just boxing out, rebounding, and then we're able to run and push the ball some too and get some easy buckets. You got a new cohort this year, Lysandra Barrett. Uh, yep. I know Laura Sharp, who uh, is near and dear to us up at Presbyterian, is the yep. head coach. So Lysandra came in, uh, uh, played at LSU. Just talk a little bit about what she's added to the staff as far as, uh, you know, your closeness with her and how you guys work together. Yeah, she's been really good for us, too. Um, you know, she comes in there, and obviously she had her, her playing career at LSU, and then she played overseas for a while. And so um, she's she's been on the side of it where she can relate to the players really well, and that's what I really appreciate about her. And then just – um, you know, just making our kids better on, on the court. Um, she works with kind of our, um, you know, our four players, our three, four players. Um, I work with the post players, but she's really good in just player development and, um, you know, seeing the little things that they need to work on in practice um, and then kind of taking them aside and um, getting them better in the little areas that she sees. But she's brought a lot to us, and her personality is um, something that she's really fun to be around. She's just a a good coach. I'm excited to, you know, I'm working with her on, she's on our staff. Yeah, for those people who haven't met her yet, she is, uh, she's a lot of fun to be around. So if you get an opportunity, introduce yep. yourself. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the next Louisiana Tech class. Signed four uh, future lady textures back on uh, November the 14th on the first day of the early signing period. And I'm going to kind of go one by one. We'll start locally uh, here. Uh, we signed a young lady from Ruston and a young lady from Monroe. We'll start with Anna Laura Robertson from uh, Ruston, Louisiana. Just talk a little bit about her yeah Anna Lar, um she's a she's about a 6'2 um, post player that um, is very fundamental she's a hard worker um, you know she she plays you know defensively she'll help us out she'll get some rebounds for us that's the area we always focus on rebounding but she she'll be a presence inside um, you know defensively and then obviously offensively too you know she can kind of back to the basket game um, and I think she's gonna she's a, a person on our team that can be a leader vocal leader um, that I'm really excited about her and so just her personality and adding, you know, just that type of kid like just the blue collar worker um, into our into the paint and into the post player um, always helps us out. So um, I'm really excited about her and so I'll be her position coach. So I'm, I'm pumped about that. Always uh, good to sign local kids. You got another one over Monroe, Mahogany Williams out of Washita High School. Uh, she's coached by a former lady texter named Amber Obazi. Yep. Yeah, Mahogany, um, you know, she is a very athletic um you know, I wouldn't even call her. She's not a true center. She's like kind of a four player um, as well, but she's athletic, can run the floor. She can rebound. She, you know, to me, she plays like a grown woman already. And so um, just imagine in four years of college what she can be. And so she, 
Um, but she, she's one that's, uh, we're really excited about as well and just what she can bring in the paint and she can rebound. And, um, you know, once we get her, we're going to kind of have to work on her touch around the rim. But, um, I think that, you know, once we get her polished, um, she'll be able to help us, um, a ton as well. Now she's a young lady that missed most of her junior year with an ACL injury. I'm assuming, yep. uh, they just started play about three weeks ago. She's back fully healthy. Playing she is for back. Her. Yeah, she back. She's back and she played, um, over the summer as well. So, um, she, she's one that, you know, you look at her and she's so athletic and her body, you know, recovered very well from her ACL injury. And so she played over the summer and, and she's playing now and she looks like she, you know, she wasn't even injured. So, um, she's looking really good and uh, really confident. So I'm excited for them to get to campus. We got a young lady uh, by the name of Amarai Stenard out of Lithonia, Georgia, mm-hmm. six foot one. Talk a little bit about her. Yeah, she's um, kind of a long athlete, three guard, could play the four, but she's uh, naturally a three, I think. Um, she can shoot the three as well, um, runs the floor, handles it well. Um, and so she's kind of a versatile um, a player for us, too. She's got a good size and a good knowledge of the game already. Um, and so she, she's one that can come in and kind of bring a little bit of um, back to the basket and uh, face the basket and can shoot the three and then get out and run, too. So um, very athletic. And so she's another one that we're excited about. You know, I always hear fans always come up to me, why can't we get bigger? Why can't we get bigger? Well, three of your four are six, one or taller. Yep, so you right. definitely went for some size, size in this, this class. Yep. <laughs> and then finally, uh, a little junior college guard named Amber Hawkinson mm-hmm. uh, who's at Trinity Valley yeah she's um, Amber is a very quick uh, little guard um, I think she's about five seven uh, or so but she can play the one or the two kind of a combo um, she's quick she she'll get after it defensively um, and then she can score the ball too uh, and get to the rim uh, but she she's quick and she's one that never gets tired out there and she loves getting your shorts defensively and then guard and then um, but she'll make us faster and you know that's what we need and she can also score the ball too when she wants to so um, you know she she's one that will when we lose key and we lose some other some other kids she can come in and um, make a difference for us too. You got 13 on the roster you can have as many as 15 although mm-hmm. I can't remember during my 20 years actually having all 15 on there you lose four you brought in four you still have two scholarships yep. are you looking good still? Math, yeah thank you are you still looking out there and of course with uh, the new transfer rules mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a lot easier for players to, to transfer uh, these days yep. uh, what's the what's the game plan moving forward? Uh, you know recruiting never stops and so yeah we are looking to sign um, a few late, but we, we want to sign kids that are going to fit our system. So we're not going to just, you know, sign anybody. We got to sign kids that um, will fit us. But yeah, we, we probably will end up signing a, a few. Um, but we'll we'll see. You know, we'll see. But the, with the transfer rule now, it's crazy. The grad transfers, so um, you know, they can just not even have to sit out anymore. So um, recruiting never stops, and uh, we we may sign a few late too. You know, one person, speaking of transfers, that we didn't mention, Grayson Bright, who Mm -hmm. transferred from Texas Tech. We thought she might have to sit out this year, got the waiver uh, approved by the NCAA, so she was eligible to play immediately. Uh, She has really provided a lot of energy for you at the four spot. Grayson has a lot of energy on and off the court. She is a character. Uh, She she definitely is. (laughs) Yeah, she definitely is. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, her just, you know, being vocal, um, she – she never stops talking when she's on the court, and that's what we need. Um, you know, when things are hard, when the other team has made a run, she she still is the one that's talking out there for us. And, you know, even, you know, when she's on the bench, she's talking. When she's out on the court, she's talking. And that's a kid that, you know, that's one trait or characteristic that not everyone has. And Grayson brings that every single day, uh, not even not only in games but in, in practice too. And so she's one with that. She, she's been really good for us and just good for our team um, overall, and um, we're excited about it. And she's only going to get better once she gets comfortable comfortable in our system. 
I told you this would go fast, didn't I? It did go fast. Well, thank you for joining <laughs> us tonight with Brooke on the road. We appreciate you, Lindsay. Texas will be back me. at home on December the 12th against southeastern Louisiana. When we come back, Dave Nitz will be joined by Eric Conkle. They'll talk Bulldog basketball. We'll be right back with more of Inside Tech Basketball in a moment from the Doghouse Sports Grill. You're listening to the Line Tech Sports Network from Learfield. When you bank with Bank of Ruston, you bank with a bulldog. This is Warren Post, class of 1974. And Matt Winkleplek, class of 2006. You may know all about Louisiana Tech football, but home loans have changed a bit since my buddy here was in college back in the 70s. You don't need a rocket to get a mortgage anymore. We can get you pre-qualified and guide you personally throughout the mortgage process. We offer conventional, FHA, VA, rural development, and reverse mortgages if you're 62 or older. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Go Go dogs. Support the sponsors who support Louisiana Tech Athletics. When you're in town for a Bulldog or Lady Texter game this season, stay at our preferred partner hotel. Sleep in and suites at 106 South Service Road East in Ruston, a 77-room award-winning property. Sleep in and suites offers a host of amenities to make your stay relaxing and convenient. As an integral contributor in the community, Sleep in and suites is owned and operated by Tech alumni. So when you're in town for the big game, we encourage you to support Louisiana Tech Athletics by choosing our partner hotel, Sleep in and suites. Tech fans, dress yourself head to toe in red and blue with Fanbase Ruston. Fanbase carries the ultimate selection of Louisiana Tech clothing and merchandise for men, women, and children of all ages. Shop for your Bulldog fan at Fanbase, where you'll find the largest selection of officially licensed clothing from brands including Adidas and Columbia. Fanbase is located in historic downtown Ruston along Park Avenue. Be sure to follow Fanbase on Facebook and Instagram to get a first look at new merchandise and Louisiana Tech specials. Fanbase Ruston, all tech, all the time. College basketball fans, you can sleep easy tonight. Go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code BASKETBALL and get great discounts throughout the website. They have pillows, bed sheets, mattresses, and even a bed for your pet. So go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code BASKETBALL and save big on great products today. Again, that's MyPillow.com and use promo code BASKETBALL. Welcome back to the Doghouse Sports Grill here at Ruston. Dave Nets along with the head coach of the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs, Eric Conkle. Glad to have you all out here on a Monday night. Uh, I know we've been kind of hopscotching around as far as this uh, basketball show. We did one in November, kind of a preview. Tonight we're kind of upgrading what we have already played and and talk about a little bit of what's coming up. And our next show, by the way, will be on Monday, January the 7th. And after that, it's every Monday night right here at the Doghouse. So put that on your calendar and in red letters and just come on out and enjoy the good food here at the Doghouse and, and hopefully some good conversation. Eric, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dave. Well, I, I, I didn't know if you were going to show up or not. No? Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had Kane McGuire on standby. Well, he would have done a great job. I know that. <laughs> Bulldogs are 5-3 and three right now after a win this past week. And... Uh, just a couple of things to mention, uh, Xavier Christian, any late word on him? You know, I, I guess everybody knows what basically happened. I think everybody has seen that, uh, you know, he collapsed in practice. I guess it was on Wednesday, last Wednesday, and uh, going through some tests and things like that and see. And I had a chance. He was uh, on the bench Saturday night. As you said, he was the best-dressed uh, uh, player on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah, he was definitely the best-dressed. I mean, he, he really uh, 
outdid all the coaches, that's for sure. But he's, um, you know, no news to report really other than that the tests are ongoing. He's got uh, several appointments coming up with uh, different doctors and specialists. We've got the, the very best here at Louisiana Tech and, and in our network of health providers. And um, we're just going through that type of process and, um, and just seeing where things go. Yeah, you know, Jack Thickpen told me the other day that I guess on Thursday they have a, I don't know if it's Rotary, Qantas, what it is, a club meeting, and I guess the fire department, the chief, was there, and he made the comment. He said the folks from Tech really did an outstanding job as quickly as they responded to Xavier when he went down, and that's uh, that's uh, kudos to the guys, uh, you know, in, the, in that department. Well, health and safety is... Yes, that deserves a round of applause. Um, health and safety is by far the most important thing we do at Louisiana Tech, and you'll hear, hear Dr. Geis and uh, Tommy McClellan talk about that. Uh, of course, we want to be successful in so many things, but we're, we're charged with having our student-athletes be safe and healthy, and um, our, our training staff and the people around the program, uh, the medical people here in Ruston, were fantastic, and we're very grateful for them. Let's talk a little bit about basketball now. As we said, the Bulldogs are now 5-3 and three after the win this uh, past Saturday night uh, over a team that, uh, well, everybody thought, well, this should be an easy one because, uh, you know, ball club had lost some games, and I'm talking about Houston Baptist. And, uh, but they had beaten Wake Forest on the road at Wake Forest, and that's an Atlantic Coast Conference team. I don't care who you are. You go into their, their gym and win and uh, that says something about that ball club. They've got a very good team. They had a lot of different pieces that can really score the basketball, and it was a game that we were very concerned about because of those things, and, and it's easy to motivate your team when you show them highlights from being down seven with 40 seconds to go at Wake Forest, send it to overtime, being down four with a minute to go in overtime and winning the game So, uh, and scoring the 90s. So it was a game that we were able to motivate our team very much um, and we were fortunate to come away with the win against a very good team. I think with like four minutes to go in the game, it was still like a three- or four-point game. I mean, it was right on the brink of it could go either way. Yeah, you know, I give our guys a lot of credit. They, they locked in and got the stops that we needed, and it's something I know we've talked about in the last couple of weeks that we need to defend better. And um, thankfully, we were able to get the stops that we needed down the stretch against Houston Baptist because uh, they scored plenty the rest of the game. Uh, we got the stops we needed, and uh, we're fortunate to come away with a win. I'll tell you, the big guy inside, Hart, he was a load, wasn't he? What's he, 6'10", six, uh, six, 245 pounds? He looks like he's bigger than that. It, you know, it's, what's interesting about that is when we scheduled the game um, and into this fall, their starting center, if you saw the big fellow they had right. sitting out in dress clothes, he's injured, and he's the starting center. Huh. So they've got two big guys that are both very productive. Uh, but Hart, uh, I said on the air after the game, our best defense was trying to foul him out. And <laughs> that's did. what we were able to do. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I'm looking at my notes, six minutes, 43 seconds remaining in the game. He hit his fifth foul. So that was really an asset for you then, wasn't it? It was. He, he was just so difficult to defend. And once they got it going from, uh, they had a few guys hitting three-point shots. Um, we looked at doubling the post. But even the way they fed the post, it, there wasn't really any moves. They, they would just catch and score. So they would score before a double team would occur, and they did a very nice job, gave us some troubles, but we, we felt like we needed to go at him on the offensive end and put him in some situations to defend, and uh, fortunately we were able to get him to foul out. You know, I, I was talking with Oliver Powell after the game, and I said, uh, 
boy, you had a load in there to guard, didn't you? He said, I don't know if I've ever played against a guy that big before. He was big. I mean, not just tall, but wide-shouldered, soft hands. Um, They said that he's just developed so quickly there at Houston Baptist, their coaches were telling us, and uh, and, and he he really challenged us. You know, uh, Bulldogs had six players, I recall, three, four, five, six players in double figures. Anthony DeRucci had a double-double, 15 points and 11 rebounds. He was our player of the game, and, boy, he just he stood out, didn't he, again? He did, and, um, you know, it, the rebounding of the basketball has been something we've talked about a lot. Very proud of the balance of our team. We want balance both inside and outside, and uh, our goal is to have five guys in double figures every night, to have sixth is really, really a testament to how the guys were sharing the ball that night. Bulldogs won it to 85-78 over Houston Baptist and uh, will play tomorrow night against Prairie View A&M at the Thomas Assembly Center. That will be a 6.30 tip-off. We'll be on the air here on the Louisiana Tech Sports Network starting at 6 o'clock with a pregame show. Let's go back up just a little bit and start with the opening part of the season. You know, you had the exhibition game and, and that's what an exhibition game is, just like that, just kind of a, a glorified practice, I call it. And uh, I know coaches look at it a little bit different than that. But then you go to Wichita State, a team that uh, great program, nationally recognized program. Place was packed, I think 10,250 or something like that. And the Bulldogs come away a winner there, 71-58, to 58, not just a squeaker. I mean, it was a 13-point win, and I think uh, probably the last 35 minutes of that game, Tech led that that uh, from then on to the end of the game. Yeah, it was a, it was a great way to start the season um, in an environment that's unlike many. I mean, they, they've got they've got a, a spectacular following and and really really get after the opposing team because they are loud. Uh, their, their fans knew when they needed them, and they got after us for sure. But I give our guys uh, so much credit. We, we were behind to begin, took a lead. The game got close. Um, uh, Daquan Bracey goes down with an ankle injury with five minutes to go. Uh, we're, we're fending off all types of presses and traps and things like that, and then we were able to knock some free throws down. Unfortunately, they, they missed enough shots uh, for us to come away with the win. Yeah, Bracey was 16 points that night, and when he went down, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking on the broadcast without saying it on the air, I was saying to myself, you know, man, this is going to be tough to pull this one off because he was basically controlling the game, what you want to do offensively at that time. He was. He was making guys chase him, and they were were trying to trap. They were trying to do a couple different things, but when he went down, you know, it's always the next man up, and, and we've experienced that a good bit. Um, Amari Archibald, Derek Jean handled the ball beautifully. We were able to get enough scores, and then really our stops were the key part of that game. We were able to make them miss a good number of shots, and they helped us out too. They didn't shoot very well from the free throw line. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they're, they're a ball club that uh, they just don't lose too many. I think it was the first time in 17 years or something like that they'd lost their home opener, and that kind of says a lot for the Bulldogs. They're very well coached. They've had great history and tradition, and uh, that's a very good team. They, they've got a, a lot of good young talent. Um, you know, I saw that they've beaten Providence. They've beaten Baylor, so that was a big win for us. You know, you also come back home, then you face Harding University out of uh, – Cersei, Arkansas, you win that game 89-58. to 58. Uh, 
a kind of a walkthrough win in a way. I mean, it wasn't uh, close the entire game, but that's what you kind of expected, I guess. I, I say that. I know coaches don't expect that. You expect a one- or a two-point game, uh, anybody you play, but uh, – you kind of handled them quite easily, didn't you? Well, every game we play, you know, these guys get scholarships uh, to tell the team that, you know, they, they're they wanting to play well every night just like we do, and you compete. And uh, and they've had some moments. They've had some guys that can really put the ball in the basket, some good three-point shooters. And, uh, you know, we had certain things, certain keys that we wanted to fulfill in that game, and we were able to, to accomplish them. Yeah, it's, uh, I've always heard, you know, and I know people have talked about it, the other team, you know, they may not be a great team or anything like that, but the coaches get paid and the players are on scholarship. So, I mean, they're just like anybody else in a way. Their player's not as good, but they're still on scholarship. They are on scholarship, and someone's invested in them. And, uh, you know, I worked for Jim Larnega for 11 years, and, and uh, he was on the staff when they were number one in the country at the University of Virginia, and they were going, headed to Japan to play a game. And they stopped in Hawaii to play Chaminade, a Division II program, and lost when they were number one in the country. So I learned for many, many years the respect everybody prepare like it's a national championship game. And, and our guys did that, so I'm proud of them for, for taking care of business there. You go down to Baton Rouge and uh, get ready to take on the LSU Tigers, a team that was ranked in the top 25. And uh, you really, in a way, probably didn't know what to expect because you'd played so well at Wichita State. Then you had a couple of, I call, easy wins. And then you go to a, against a team in the in state like the LSU Tigers, a top 25 team. You probably didn't know what to expect out of your young ball club, how they would handle that. Well, it was a game that we knew that we would find out a lot about ourselves. And, and you always want to play really good teams. Um, they are a very good team. They've got youth. They've got really good young talent. And uh, we were tested in a big way. And I thought our guys competed extremely hard. Um, we just didn't make enough plays down the stretch on both sides of the ball. We turned it over a couple times, gave up a couple offensive rebounds to them that were key buckets, and uh, LSU was able to come away with the win. And again, DeRucci was, as a lot of people said after the game, I know even the LSU coaches even said that Anthony DeRucci was the best player on the floor that night. I thought so too. You know, he had 22 <laughs> points. He, he made some electrifying plays, and um, he's uh, he's growing. He's absolutely growing, and 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 I thought our entire team. I I didn't think physically um, we were smaller, of course, but I didn't think we we backed down from them at all. I, I thought our our strength and our toughness and our quickness was was good enough. We just didn't execute it as well down the stretch. And you out-rebounded them. Like you say, they were a bigger ball club, but you still out-rebounded. And that's something I know you told me uh, during the spring and the summer. That's really an emphasis that you put on this ball club. We need to rebound better. Absolutely. You know, we just looked at um, over college basketball evolves and it changes. And in the last five years, just the way the game has been called uh, from the freedom of movement, on the ball and how you can guard the ball and even trap the ball and um, they make it very difficult for you to create a lot of turnovers in in full court pressing and even trapping and just evaluating all the conference champions over the last five years um, 90 percent of them are in the top three of their league in rebounding the basketball so we've made it a major emphasis all off season to get as good as we possibly could at rebounding and um, and we've done it for the most part, and the games we haven't, we've lost. So that's been a great message for our team. 
Do you say uh, the changes in maybe officiating a little bit, uh, what, less hand-checking? Is that more, especially out front? Some of it. They, they've talked about uh, in each year there's a new emphasis, but in the last five years from uh, any time you put two hands on a, on a ball handler, it's supposed to be an automatic foul. They've also gone to a cylinder act, a cylinder those. play. You'll see an official yep. uh, go vertical with his hands. Uh, they don't want you trapping too closely to, to a ball handler. And um, so there's just different different plays like that that you, we've got to teach and we've got to adjust to. And uh, we still want to create turnovers. We still want to create tempo. But rebounding the basketball, we want to be really good at it. You know, going back to that LSU game, LSU won at 74-67. It was a seven-point win for them. But, you know, in my mind, it was probably really a three- or four-point game because right down the end, you had to foul, basically try to put them to the line. We did. We were, we were right there. And yep. it was a game that was just a, a possession or two away from us uh, coming out of Baton Rouge with a victory. We'd like to have some special thanks to loyal Louisiana Tech supporters, Bert Davis and the staff here at uh, Doghouse for serving up the best burgers in the area during tonight's Inside Tech Basketball. Make sure to come in and eat where the dogs eat prior to the next Bulldog or Lady Texture home game, Doghouse Sports Grill, where the Bulldogs are always on. We'll be back with more Inside Tech Basketball. This is the La Tech Sports Network from Learfield. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. I am proud to defend our nation. Proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference. I am proud to be part of something larger than me. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving in the Air Force Reserve. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. I am proud to be a member. I am proud to protect our Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Get on the Express at Fairway Carts. The new EasyGo Express electric hunting vehicle is coming soon, and it's what you've waited years for. A silent four-wheel drive cart that seats four and has the power and torque you need. With trail tires, brush guards, and a whole lot more, Express is engineered to help you have a better hunt. The EasyGo Express electric 4x4, coming soon to Fairway Carts in Minden. Come by Highway 531 just north of I-20 or call 800-960-CART. Injured athletes need quality care to get back into the game. And teams in our region understand they can score big points when they choose Willis-Knighton Sports Medicine for their athletes. Only Willis-Knighton offers four nationally recognized hospitals, professional orthopedic and sports medicine centers, sophisticated rehabilitation, and the largest group of orthopedic specialists in the region. Whether you're a high school, college, or pro athlete, WK Sports Medicine has you covered. Super One Foods is right there with you in the stands at every LaTeX Bulldog football game. Become a tailgating legend with all the super savings throughout the store. Certified Angus beef, chips, and soft drinks at super low prices. While you're there, register your child to become a first kick kid and join Super One Foods as a proud supporter of the LaTeX Bulldogs as they counts the competition with a taste of victory. Register your child today and cheer on the Bulldogs with Super One Foods. We're back for more Inside Bulldog Basketball, live from the Doghouse Sports Grill here at Ruston. And, you know, when the Bulldogs are on the road, the Doghouse Sports Grill is always your away game watch party destination. Call today and make your reservations for away games because this is the place to be. The Doghouse Sports Grill, where the Bulldogs are always on. Hopefully the Bulldogs will be on 
tomorrow night on the floor when you take on Prairie View. But uh, I want to back up a minute. You know, you, you had that game against LSU, and then the next game, it was Tougaloo. Uh, people say, okay, where was Tougaloo? Well, they're located actually in just north of Jackson, Mississippi, in the metro Jackson areas where they're located. But, you know, you were, con- as a coach, and I understand, you were concerned about that game. because, And I was a little concerned about it because you come off a game with LSU, which is a top 25 team, then you get a home game against someone like Tougaloo, and you say, oh, you know, just roll the balls out there, and, you know, we'll be able to win this game. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things. In, in Tougaloo, they're an NAIA school, but they're an NAIA Division One school. They give out scholarships, too, and they had just come off beating LSU Shreveport, who was a top 10, uh, ranked right. in the top 10, had a big win. Uh, they end up coming out in zone, and they've got five guards that can all really shoot the ball. And you just know with the three-point shot, anything can happen. And they had a, a couple players that, that came out, made some shots early, and, uh, but we got into a rhythm, and, and we really were able to lock down and defend, and, and uh, it was good to come away with that win. Yeah, then uh, then you take off to the East Coast. Uh, kind of explain to us about an exempt tournament, and that's what it was at uh, at Delaware. You had UNC Greensboro the first game. You lose that one 70 to, or 80 to 73, and you lose to Delaware the host team 75-71. But kind of explain to the fans what an exempt tournament it is and what that means scheduling wise for Louisiana Tech. Yeah, there's a couple terms. Um, they're exempt or MTE for multi multi team event. Um, in some years, like the year before, we went to the Cancun Classic and. Uh, had two games at home and then played a four-team tournament down in in Cancun. Um, You're also able to basically do it as a scheduling arrangement. Um, We can play 29 regular season games, or you can play 27 plus participate in one of these events. And this was an event based on necessity. We we had an event scheduled where we were going to get three home games and then play an ACC opponent. Uh, they ended up backing out um, or didn't want us to be in it for some reason. <laughs> and, and then we had to find another opportunity, and that opportunity really presented itself based on our own making. We, we were reached out to by Delaware, uh, Greensboro they had. They were looking for another team, and uh, a lot of teams decided not to, and maybe we shouldn't have either. But, um, <laughs> but it ended up being a good event for us to test ourselves against two very good teams. UNC Greensboro went to the NCAA tournament lost by four to Gonzaga in the first round, had 75% of their team back, and uh, they're a very good team. They're going to win a lot of games, and in Delaware is another road game. Um, but and it also brought Anthony DeRuji and Daquan Bracey closer to their family. We had a large contingent of people from Maryland, and their t- uh, two families and basketball programs join us. So, um, But we came back knowing that we've got to work on several things because we tested ourselves against very good teams, one on a neutral site and one on the road. You know, you mentioned uh, a team that uh, canceled on you, and, and I think it's pretty well known. It was North Carolina State that decided, uh, hey, we're not going to play Louisiana Tech. And uh, even though they had a home game out of it, that's what I couldn't understand. I guess you're so strong that North Carolina State doesn't want to play you on their on their court. <laughs> that's why they pay you the big bucks, Dave. You can say all these things, right? <laughs> 
schedule, scheduling is a moving target, and it's one of those things. Like they just, and sometimes you're you're piecing your schedule together, then all of a sudden at the very end you decide, you know what? I'd rather do something different here, and I think that's what happened. Oh, you really think that, huh? <laughs> no, you don't. I know better than that. All right, UNC Greensboro and Delaware, both of those games you lose, and the thing that you were disappointed most about both of those games, I think, was your defense. Absolutely, and. and and our, our guys know it. We, we've discussed it. We've watched it. Um, in both games, at first in the Greensboro game, if you would have told me that we only turned it over eight times, and they, they press, they do this different, they, they defend a little bit differently with a three-quarter court trap and uh, turn people over a lot. And we had been turning it over. So I, I told the team, if you know, if we can cut these down, we're going to put ourselves in good shape. And we only turned it over eight times, but we just gave them too many good looks. And, and we let... Uh, we didn't rebound the basketball the way we had either. So it was almost like the tipping of a scale. Things that we had been doing, we chose not to, and then got better at something else. And uh, we've got to be able to piece a whole game together to be able to beat a team like that. And I think you told me, uh, you know, they really worked the shot clock. And uh, I think it was like uh, they down to about 25 uh, seconds already expired and before they'd even shoot. So you said you played good defense for about 24 or 25 seconds and then – things went south and that was the delaware game yeah delaware game De- delaware was a it, again it was a and it was an experience for us because we had not this season and i can't think of even last season faced a team that played two three zone the entire game and almost exhausted the whole shot clock on most possessions and so it was a it was a real battle of patience and offensively we handled the zone very very well we shot it uh, great from the three-point line and the free-throw line. Uh, we played a fairly low turnover game. I thought our guys showed a lot of discipline in getting great shots. We just would not – we had a very difficult time, especially down the stretch, of finishing plays when it got down to 25, 26 seconds. Um, in just four seconds left on the shot clock, they scored a couple key buckets in the last five minutes. Yeah, you know, you mentioned uh, you played very well against the zone defense, and I recall last year that was a lot of concerns that you had in games that teams would play zone. It uh, seemed like we'd almost just pass the ball around and look for things, didn't know exactly what was happening. So that's good news, I guess, from that standpoint. It is, and it's something, again, with the off season and, and looking at our roster, our staff worked very hard at trying to identify a couple different things, a couple different ways to attack the zone, and and we've spent a lot of time on it, uh, much like the rebounding. But, um, you know, it was one of the nice things that we had from having those extra practices in the summer in Costa Rica. We actually faced some 2-3 zone on the trip, and we were able to test ourselves on that. And, uh, and the guys were able to execute on the offensive end against Delaware doing it. I know I mentioned it on the air uh, on Saturday. But, again, I'd like to thank uh, Connor Giblin, who – kind of set in for me doing the broadcast up in uh, Delaware for those two games. And uh, I know you two guys uh, had some good conversations, and it was good to have somebody to fill in and do the games. Uh, I couldn't be there because of football, and I'm going to miss another basketball game on the 22nd. Uh, we have another little thing called a bowl game in Hawaii. They're going to make me go to Hawaii. You know, I just hate that, but, you know, I'm going to have to go. Well, hopefully they have Dr. Pepper there for you. <laughs> Unlike Cancun, right? <laughs> well, we'll be back and wrap up our show in two minutes. Uh, this is the LaTeX Sports Network from Learfield. 
Northern Louisiana Medical Center is a nationally recognized and award-winning hospital. But we put emphasis on supporting our local community too. That's why we're proud to support our Louisiana Tech Bulldogs as the official imaging partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics. Support the Bulldogs and Northern Louisiana Medical Center by staying local for your health care. Northern Louisiana Medical Center. Quality, community, and excellence of care. When you bank with BOR, you bank with a Tech Bulldog. Patricia Murad, class of 88. Debbie Barnes, class of 82. Amanda Tanton, class of 2000 and 2016. Mitzi Huffstetler, class of 95, 98, and 2014. And Christy Duncan, class of 2011. At Bank of Ruston, our mission to you is to do things right, exceed expectations, and make a difference because we care. We are a relationship worth banking on. See you at the game. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. New Year, same old prescription? No problem. Stop by Rustin Eye and Vision and see Dr. Brad Anders. With the most up-to-date diagnostic technology and a friendly staff, Rustin Eye and Vision is here to help you see what you've been missing. Call today, 318-232-6552, or stop by our office to schedule your next eye exam. Dedicated to keeping your eyes healthy and your vision clear, Rustin Eye and Vision is your local provider. Open 8 to 5, Monday through Friday. Ready to meet all of your eye care needs. Rustin Eye and Vision, a proud supporter of Louisiana Tech Athletics. The Hampton Inn by Hilton of Ruston is a proud hotel partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and the recipient of the Louisiana Travel and Promotion Association Accommodations of the Year. We are just minutes from Louisiana Tech campus and stadiums and take great pride in providing our guests exceptional service while they're in town visiting our beautiful community. With our spacious guest rooms, free internet, complimentary breakfast, and friendly staff, our guests are sure to experience true Southern hospitality. Come visit the Hampton Inn by Hilton of Ruston. We will ever loyal be. Welcome back to Inside Bulldog Basketball Live from the Doghouse Sports Grill here at Ruston. Hope you'll be out here again on uh, January the 7th when there's our next show. And uh, Eric, as we wrap it up, uh, early signees. Uh, I think you've already signed three and have one, uh, one scholarship left right now. Yeah, we're very excited about the three young men that have decided to join our program. Um, Xavier Armstead. He's a junior college player from McLennan Junior College in Waco, Texas. He's from Waco. He's got actually a lot of family in Louisiana. His grandfather was raised near Natchitoches. And um, very good player, 6'5", almost 200 pounds, can really shoot the three and has really good feel with the basketball. And we see a lot of versatility in his game. And then Kobe Williams, a point guard from Dallas Kimball High School, um, about 5'11", 6 feet tall, but an elite, elite athlete, great speed, uh, really good command of the ball, and uh, has played at a very high level in the Dallas area. And then we also signed a, a, another Floridian in uh, Lance Irving from Leesburg High School near Orlando, um, as a sophomore and junior, he won the state championship. He comes from a, a terrific program and uh, kind of plays a, a combo guard type position similar to Derek Jean. Very athletic, uh, similar to Derek. Uh, shoots the three. We see a lot of versatility in his game to play on and off the ball. So we're excited about all three of those young men joining us. And you have one scholarship left, I guess. Is that right right now? And uh, you're waiting for that 6'11", 245-foot guy to walk through your door and say, hey, I'd like to play, be a bulldog, right? That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're, you're always recruiting. And recruiting happens daily, um, both in the underclass um, and then keeping an eye on what's happening in the current class. But we, we've got our uh, – I think we've got a terrific coaching staff of assistants that are out there beating the bushes and looking at – 
different guys and different possibilities and combinations to add to our club for next year. Just a reminder coming up this week, tomorrow night, Bulldogs are at home against Prairie View A&M at 6.30 at the Thomas Assembly Center. Friday night, the Bulldogs go on the road to Nacogdoches, Texas, and uh, take on Stephen F. Austin. That will also be a 6.30 game. It's not that far of a drive, and I know we'll have some Tech fans over in East Texas that uh, will be there watching the Bulldogs play. Eric, appreciate it again, and our thanks to Bert, Vicky, Danielle, all the folks here at the Doghouse Sports Grill, and to Kane McGuire, Media Relations uh, for Bulldog Basketball, and Tyler Thompson, our engineer over here. He makes everything go every week, and we'll see you tomorrow night at Thomas Assembly Center. For Eric Cockle, I'm Dave Nitz. So long, everybody. Live at the Doghouse Sports Grill, Inside Tech Basketball has been brought to you by Doghouse Sports Grill, official watch party host of La Tech Athletics, Fanbase Rustin, Old Tech, All the Time, and by Origin Bank, the official bank of Louisiana Tech Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the La Tech Sports Network.